Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Francisco L. Borges and the Melville Charitable Trust. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right. Right. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. Right, that's a medley of some of the songs of the summer of the past. Every year we do a song of the summer episode. Every year people tell us not to do it again, but we do anyway. Um, I'm calling this our 10th, mainly because I just had PRAPTSD, Party Rock Anthem Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder, because I I do remember, I felt like that was the first time we did it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that should have told us something right there, <laughs> that Party Rock Anthem was the song in the summer. But we've continued to do it, and we really like doing it. And I think it's great for you folks, too, even if you don't pay a lot of attention to pop music, because you're going to be at barbecues, and you're going to want to talk to some teenager and make a connection, and you know maybe you'll have something to say. Who knows? But we've what we have done is stabilize our panel of savants. Uh, and so we now uh, work with the, the same three uh, every year we have hostages. They can't leave. Uh, it, it's, it's just much better this way. Um, so uh, joining us now is Abby Govindan, uh, a stand-up comedian based in New York City. Sam Handelman, the host of The Sam Handelman Show uh, at Radio Free Brooklyn and the editor-in-chief of Cut Break Magazine. And the commissioner of the song in the summer, Brendan J. Sullivan, a writer, producer, and DJ best known for his work with Lady Gaga. Uh, so um, I guess we just very quickly should say a couple of things about what the song of the summer is. And I guess the commissioner should get us started on that. I mean, you know, we, we emphasize this over and over again. This isn't really about people's personal favorites, right? This is about something that dominates the zeitgeist. Absolutely. The song of the summer is something that begins sort of creeping into your lives as soon as the windows go down. You can hear every song being played in every car. You can hear every part song being played in parties as you walk by. You can hear people at the beach, at barbecues and things like that. But we do have to have like a numerical law about this. It really is the song that does the best throughout the weeks of summer between May, uh, between Memorial Day and Labor Day. And we go by the billboard charts. So there's no uh, hanky panky there. Um, there's a lot of caveats in here. Um, uh, in about 2015, I came up with my personal theory, which I've updated to say that this is what I think makes a good song of the summer. Can I go over that quickly? Very quickly, yes. 
Okay. I really believe that a good summer song of the summer isn't one you're being hit over the head with, but it's something closer to summer romance. And so summer romance has like sort of, sort of three basic rules to it. It's, it's like, you know, like, uh, like in the movie Grease or something like that. So rule number one is fresh faces only. So in a good song of the summer, we're being introduced to someone for the first time. And it's not like, you know, it's not like the popular kid in school or someone you had a crush on since third grade. Um, and, uh, rule number two is that it's gotta be like love at first sight. And that means that that kind of discounts a lot of songs that might be good and still might have a, be really strong in the summer, but you really want a song that has this hook, like in the first five, 10 seconds of it, or that is known for a hook like that. TikTok has made that weirder this year, but we can talk about that later. And oh, three, okay. it's, it's just a fling. <laughs> a, a summer romance is just a fling. Your song of the summer doesn't have to give you your new favorite artist or the person that's going to be your prom theme in five years. It's really just having fun that summer. It should say something about that summer. It should feel like that summer when you hear it again in the future. And that's it. Right. And not only are you slightly embarrassed by that summer fling relationship, sometimes the artist is too. You know, I mean, for people like Robin Thicke and, yes. and Nikki Azalea and maybe even LMFAO, it's, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we did this, but let's forget about it. Let's not talk about it anymore. So, Sam, to add one thing to it, your rule, unless you've changed your rule, uh, is involves CVS, right? Like, what do you <laughs> explain, oh, explain yeah, your yeah. CVS rule? It's the song that you are bullied into hearing at different department stores. I think that's the rule of the song of the summer. Like, if you, like I walked into a TJ Maxx to buy a suit. My mom was very excited. I don't want to wear graphic T-shirts anymore. And I immediately heard one of the songs that we are going to be listening today. I don't want to give away any spoilers this year, but right. that is definitely a rule of thumb. There is a no stronger pipeline in the world than the barbecue to CVS waiting line pipeline <laughs> right there. It's like... Your favorite song on that first warm day in April is oppressing you when you're trying to get your first tube of sunscreen in June 1st. So, Abby, you know, I feel like in years past, you know, you have occasionally kind of gone with your heart, you know, and at least one of your picks would be a song that numerically had no chance of being the song in the summer. And then we had to be these kind of mansplaining jerks who would go, <laughs> well, you know, that's fine that you like that, but, you know, it can't really happen. This year, I think you picked the three most popular songs in America, right? Uh-oh, Abby's been uh, captured by silence. We need to work on her audio. Uh, either that or it's not the real Abby. This would explain everything, you know, if she, if somebody, like, replaced her with some uh, alien life form. But she doesn't sound like Abby at the moment. So there you this. are. Yeah, much better, much better. You, I was so Perfect. worried. All right. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This happens every year. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So the three songs that I chose are three of my favorites. Um, I know that Brandon said that, Sorry, Brandon. Brandon said that, uh, you know, uh, an ideal song in the summer features a fresh face, either someone that we haven't seen before or someone who is on the meteoric rise. Um, this has been true of the last two songs of the summer. We uh, In 2019, we chose Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, who was a rising star. Last year, we chose uh, um, Savage by uh, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Beyonce is not as much a rising star. This year, um, the favorite is Olivia Rodrigo. Um, and I can give you guys all of the, the de like, all the details about the Olivia. Sabrina well, we we drama. should we should hold on to Olivia uh, and to BTS. I think until till towards the end, we're going to get to those two songs specifically. But we're going to start with your third song, uh, which is "Levitating" uh, by uh, Dua Lipa featuring Da Baby. So set yeah. us set us up. We're going to play a little clip, but just quickly, uh, Abby, set us up for this. Yeah. So um, "Levitating" featuring. The, so first of all, uh, uh, Dua Lipa dropped "Future Nostalgia" late twenty eighteen, early. 
or sorry, late 2019, early 2020. Um, the thing about that album is it's such a banger, like every song that there are like sleeper hits in that like there are lots of songs that didn't really go viral or become popular until a full year after the album came out when people were like, oh my God, this is a banger. Like this slaps really severely. So um, I so I chose Levitating featuring uh, by Dua Lipa featuring DaBaby. Um, it is a chart-topping hit, but also I think it's an instant classic. Like, I think that is one of those songs we're going to listen to in five or six years and not really be tired of. And, and I've watched a lot of TikToks, like, um, you know, dissecting the psychology of why everyone loves this song. But yeah, go ahead and share a clip. Um, I think anyone who hasn't heard it yet will understand why it's such a uh, addictive song to listen to. All right, here we go. Uh, levitating. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw the run on. If you wanna run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride. I had a premonition that we fell into a rhythm where the music don't stop for life. Glitter in the sky, glitter in my eyes, shining just the way light. If you're feeling like you need a little bit of company, you met me at the perfect time. One of the greatest, ain't no debating on it. I'm still levitated, I'm heavily medicated. Ironic, I gave him love and they end up hating on me. She told me she loved me and she been waiting. Sam's going to be mad at me for fading baby, but we're pressed for time here. Um, I just want to quickly say that my theory about this is kind of built on the commissioner's idea. I feel like Dua Lipa has kind of gone from being this person where everybody thought, wow, she should have a song in the summer. She's so great. And now she's sort of been hanging around not having a song in the summer, and that might be a slight problem. But we can't write her off because of her chart position right now. The numerics are pretty good for this song. And because of Da Baby, because Da Baby is the greatest rapper, just ask Da Baby, and he would be happy to tell you that. Uh, and lastly, because I pulled these three really sleepy-looking uh, high school guys on uh, Sunday, who were sitting around the my dog's cousin's swimming pool, and one of them goes, oh, "I think it might be a levitating song, whatever that is." And now, to be fair, they had just had a sleepover where they they'd slept outdoors on a trampoline, uh, so they weren't they, they weren't rested. They weren't. It was a sleep. It was a sleep number trampoline. It was a really good uh, trampoline <laughs> to sleep on. But uh, <laughs> they were. But so I thought, wow, that guy thinks levitating. So, uh, uh, Sam and the commissioner, give us uh, your senses of where this one is going. How about you, Sam? Um, I one. I was put onto this album like last summer. I was in the car with my friends, and they were like, "You have to listen to Dua Lipa," and they put it on, and like I pretended like I didn't like it, but I loved it. Um, <laughs> I think I think that the song is fantastic. I think the album is unbelievable. I just think the song's too old. I think that anybody mm-hmm. who's anybody who's heard this, like, is going to hear this song has already heard it. So, do I think it's going to be a popular song? I'm going to hear in CBS. Already have. Do I think it's a song that I'm not going to be able to escape? Yes, but I do think the song is just a tad bit too old to be coined the song of the summer. All right, Commissioner. Final word. Dua Lipa also has that um, <clears throat> that curious transatlantic cable problem, where she's already done all the popular things in London. You know, she's from West Hampstead. She went to private schools there. She's already done all the local shows. She's kind of like The Office or Gordon Ramsay, where by the time she gets to America, she's like just had enough, and she's like way too more aggressive than she was on the other side. And so we're just <laughs> getting her now for the most part. But she's really been just as much around and had just as many albums out as ever. 
Yeah, I I think the most alarming thing is that Jacques Lamar dumped her this year in favor of BTS. So, uh, I, but uh, that's that's a kiss of death right there. So, um, well, we're gonna keep going here. So, who's gonna who's gonna introduce the Bieber song? I forget whose song that is. Uh, that would be mine. All right, that would be mine. Sam Adelman, set us up for uh, the the Biebs with Peaches. Uh, yeah, so Bugatti Bieber is someone who's a very familiar to Song of the Summer. Um, I His album was okay. It was littered with MLK speeches, which I thought was kind of odd. Uh, the album is called Justice. It was truly one of the strangest phenomenons. Like, I don't really skip through albums, but I had to because I saw Daniel Caesar and Giveon were on the song. And I don't know. Um, I hang around a lot of people who wear Vineyard Vines in Connecticut, and they seem to love it. <laughs> so uh, it might not be the song that I'm playing a lot, but I had to remove myself for Song of the Summer. And I could see this being blared everywhere. It's fresh. It's new. Uh, Bieber sounds super fresh on it. And uh, I definitely think this is a high contender. Also, the video has uh, one, of, one of those guys lying on top of a car. And that's like a big thing in videos this year, lying on top of the car. Uh, all right, let's play it. And then we'll hear what the commissioner and Abby say. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my from California. That's that. I took my chick up to the north, yeah, man. Well, I think Cat Pastor, you like this one? Crunk it or chunk it? Uh, she's not sure. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, Abby, why don't you, you go first on this one? First of all, I find it hilarious that you guys can only play the clean version. Because <laughs> that omits like 80% of the song. It's public um, radio, you, girl. What? It's public radio, girl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Taxpayer dollars, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, I'm a huge fan of this song. I really do like it. Um, I'm a huge Giveon fan. I think he's a fresh face. Um, even though I wish that his chart-topping hit weren't in a Bieber song, like I wish that it was a, a solo because he is a very talented individual. Big Daniel Caesar fan too. Uh, my boyfriend's a huge Daniel Caesar fan. So um, I am rooting for this one in the sense that I hope that Giveon gets rich off of it. Um, I don't necessarily think it's Song of the Summer material um, in that, like just based off of the things that, that Brendan um, you know, kind of said, like, Song of the Summer should feel like a romance, it should be a fresh face, like, Bieber at the end of the day is the um, face of this project, and also, like, every time I've heard this song was kind of against my will. It's a good song, um, but I don't know a single person who, like, has it on their playlist or, like, you know, enjoy, like, goes out of their way to listen to it, and so for that reason, I'm skeptical about this one being the Song of the Summer. But Cons- consent is important. Consent is an important Yeah, concept. consent right. is very important. All right, uh, how about you, Commissioner? Yeah. So normally this time of year, I get to tell everyone, like, I'm a tour DJ. I just came back from spring break and then Memorial Day in the Hamptons and everything. Uh, There was no vaccine by spring break and Memorial Day got rained out. So I have not played music publicly this year. And I'm already sick of hearing requests for this song. (laughs) I don't even know. It's just in my head. I know people are going to want to hear it because they're going to be outdoors and they're going to want to talk about where their peaches come from and what they get in California. And uh, it's, it's kind of boring to me. I'm actually surprised that so many other people I respect in music are into this. So Usher wants to get in on this. Uh, Snoop is teasing a remix. Uh, It's a clinically good song and it is catchy. Um, It just feels like we've heard it before. 
Yeah, that would be my problem with it. I, I think I said in our, our correspondence is it's, it sounds like a song that could have been the song of the summer uh, sometime in the last four or five years. You know, it doesn't really sound. I, I, but I, I don't know. Every time I listen to it, I, I, I can, I'm sort of a little bit persuaded. All right. So um, we're going to have to go to, uh, to a funding break pretty soon. We want to set up at least. So this was like put in here, I think, as a way of either placating or insulting me uh, or both. Uh, this is a song called Leave the Door Open uh, by Silk Sonic. It features Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars. And Sam, was this on your list or I, somebody needs to kind of just set the song up anyway? Um, it, it was going to be on my list, but I figured you'd like it because my dad likes it. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, I hate you. I, I hate you. <laughs> no, this song is stupid hot. Like it is stupid hot. It's, it's, it like sounds like Velvet Rugs. It's, uh, it like, like, you know what I mean? Like it just feels so nostalgic, but updated. Yes. Uh, my only issue is it's too old. That's right. the only reason I'm saying it's not Song of the Summer. You know, I mean, and Brendan, uh, Commissioner, excuse me, Commissioner, it might it might be a little bit too laid back for Song of the Summer. Not that a ballad never makes it, but but although I'm, I am, old guy that I am, really enjoying the song. But I, your thoughts? Um, I don't see the catch in it just yet, but it is very slick. I could... Uh... The, the, the mood that Bieber was going for in, in that video for this with the, with the tricked out old car, you know, from the, mm. you know, the, you know, they're all trying to catch the like 64 Impala look. Um, you can feel that in this song. So I, I, I go, I understand where Sam is going with this. It is enjoyable. I just don't know if it's a hit. Yeah. Uh, well, it was it was a hit in April, I think. That might be also part of the problem. Uh, Abby, before I get to I have to confess this one thing. Sometimes you mishear a, a lyric. So this it contains the line, at one point, it's something like, uh, if you smoke, I get some haze. If you're hungry, I heard him say, if you sing, if you're hungry, I got, I got some lays. I thought, lays? Really? Potato chips? That's what you're offering? You know? But it turns out it was fillets. Uh, and since Bruno Mars is part of it, it, we have to ask whether Julio would be preparing the, the fillets or not. But, uh, but <laughs> Julio! <laughs> Abby, Abby, quick, quick thought as we head into this song. Quick thought. I mean, I haven't heard it. So oh, I, okay. I heard you guys talking about it. I was like, oh, uh, Anderson Pac, Bruno Mars sounds like a very, very powerful duo. Um, I will get back to you with thoughts. All right, here we go. We're going to play it, and then some people are going to come on and ask you to support the station and the show. Please do that, particularly if you enjoy the insanity that you're hearing right now, or even if you don't. I look too good, look too good to be alone. My house clean, my pool warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east wing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I am playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So if you're trying to lay in peace, I'ma leave the Support for this podcast comes from Hartford HealthCare. Elevating Health is funded by Hartford HealthCare. Loneliness can be a significant health risk to people of all ages. Dr. Laura Saunders, a psychologist from Hartford HealthCare's Institute of Living, talks about social isolation and why we need to connect in person. Loneliness actually is a pretty significant health risk for people that struggle with social isolation. It affects their blood pressure, it affects their immune system, it affects your willingness to get up and get out and can cause some not just emotional issues, but health problems as well. 
You're not alone. Dr. Saunders explains how important it is for us to look to others and get out of our comfort zone. I like to talk about social isolation as not just that individual's problem, but it's a community problem or it's a family problem. We need to connect with others. We can take space at times as well, but we need to step out of our comfort zone and do things to connect with other people. It's life-saving. For more information, go to ctpublic.org slash health. Welcome back to our Song of the Summer show with Abby Govindan, Sam Haddleman, and the commissioner, Brendan J. Sullivan. Sullivan, this is um, a song uh, called Kiss Me More. It's by Doja Cat uh, featuring SZA. Uh, Sam, I think this might be one of your songs. I know that you're a big, as, as am I, a big musical fan anyway uh, of Doja Cat and her sound. Uh, I think this is actually the commissioner's pick, but I did ha- my I did hesitate on picking it. But I do think this is one of the best songs I've heard all year. Doja Cat's a true musician. Uh, she knows how to work publicity. She knows how to work TikTok. She knows how to market her music videos. And this song is just generally fantastic. It has a great bop to it. She kind of got say so stolen from her last year. That was the best song that came out. All that was like that should have been the song. Should have should have been the song in summer. I agree. Yeah, and this song is like. It's like retro and new at the same time. I don't know. I love it. I think it's a great pick. Um, yeah, I made, yeah, I made this pick myself, and and I I do like this song. It has great sound to it. It's it's Dr. Luke. It's modern composers. It also has a tinge of Olivia Newton-John's 1981 physical, you know, in there. It's got that good feeling. It's just got a classic vibe to it. Um, I do think this song has the potential, though, to be one that we think should be song in the summer, but has less chance than we think it really does. This song might honestly be like the little sister song to something else that's that's going to be bigger with more traction. Yeah, if you and, if you listen to the whole song, it's musically kind of an interesting song too and in, in mm-hmm. a way that and and I would agree that we might it might be a critic's favorite a little bit, maybe more than a popular favorite. I'm just kind of keeping us moving cuz we're kind of behind schedule. Abby, quick reaction to uh, to Doja Cat? Oh, we, we might not have Abby. There, there I, am. I love this song so much. Um, like, very big fan of Doja Cat. Um, I don't know if this is like a niche comment of anyone who's on TikTok. Like, I love those TikToks where they have the little ding, you know what I'm talking about? And they use it as a transition. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, there's two big TikToks on two separate big TikTok trends on this one. Abby was the one who pointed out last year that TikTok was the one moving the the chaos of music came came through TikTok in the last two years because something could become a hit that was so ubiquitous that you just had to hear it because it had to become a YouTube hit and it had to become a radio hit out of there. Um, But just to put it in perspective, this song has, uh, just the YouTube video of this alone has 93 million views. And the BTS song, which came out two days ago, two, two weeks ago, Butter, which we'll get to later, already has 324 million views. <laughs> so well, it's very easy to say. I've heard it on TikTok six seconds at a time, a million times in a row, because uh, it's part of two different memes. 
All right, we can't get, yeah, we can't yeah, get yeah, Dubog yeah, exactly. we can't get Dubog down in this. I just wanted to sort of bracket the fact that Doja Cat also, unfortunately, has been sort of this really unpleasant crypto right wing kind of troll at times, uh, which may also you know impair her her progress a little bit. Or, or well, I don't know about all that. I am a Doja Cat defender. I mean, like based on the the knowledge that I have, I don't want to get canceled if she did something like terrible and I don't know about it. I know that she was like found in those like right wing chat groups, but like a few white supremacists in those groups came forward and they were like. Oh, she had no idea that they were like white supremacist chat rooms. Like we just sent her links and see to see if she'd show up, and she did. Um, and yeah, I mean, like again, like I don't know. Uh, that is my knowledge of that. To that. Uh, All right. Well, we're not, we're not going to cancel her. Uh, we're going to instead leap from there to, and I'll just introduce this one, and we can just quickly react to it afterwards. It could be said by introducing this song that we learned nothing from the Iggy Azalea episode because this is another rapper from Australia. It's Masked Wolf. It's called Astronaut in the Ocean. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? You can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much. Put that in slow motion, yeah. I'm going to have to be ruthless with the fades here. So, you know, Commissioner, I do think this is one with that little kind of James Bond-style guitar lick at the beginning that at mm-hmm. least answers your question about, you know, can you grab us really fast? I can. And another thing about Song of the Summer is it really should stand out from the rest of everything else. We have a lot of fun, cute young women songs about love, and they have kind of a pop vibe. This is like harsh, and it's got this devastating hook right in the beginning there. If you are... a this is me speaking, but if I were DJ and I were about to go on in a room that looked a little sleepy to me, I might just start with this one because I want everyone to notice that there's a new DJ up. We're doing something different now. This is Hot Girl Summer. We're not going to waste it this year. Let's go. <laughs> Sam, quick reaction. Uh, this gives me vibes of a barbecue attended by grown men who wear basketball jerseys everywhere. Um, <laughs> it's good, but I could not play this in my car. All right. Abby? I love this song. I love this song. It's on replay. I get roasted by my boyfriend and his friends all the time for loving this song as much as I do. I know it's a meme on TikTok for like being a bad song. I think it's so catchy. I love the concept. The concept is when you get you to feel like an astronaut in the ocean, like everything speeds up and somehow slows down at the same time. Like your sensories are overload. Your senses are overloaded and somehow also underwhelmed. Like I love the concept of the song. I think it was done really well. I listened to it nonstop. <laughs> uh, we're going to go uh, over now to um, uh, a song by Polo G. I'm, I'm just going to introduce him now and, and just let you guys react just so we can stay with the clock right now. This is called Rap Star. Uh, play it, Cat. Uh, caught the BMW, new deposit, I picked up another bag Like, but I'ma count while I'm in it I had planes flying, crowds screaming money, counting chains Clinging, I guess that's how it sound when you win it I ain't joking, do it sound like I'm kidding I've been making like 2,000 a minute So high up through the clouds, I was swimming I'm probably gonna drown when I'm in it I bet she gonna get loud when I'm in it And we might have a child love when I'm her. finished she can't get near me all right, Sam, uh, why don't you start us off here? Um, well, if you guys don't know, Polo G is kind of the upper echelon of hip-hop at the moment in the air of like someone like Pop Smoke or Lil Baby. And I don't know, I just think that this song has everything that the commissioner said with the rules. It's a fresh face. It's a song that I hear everywhere. I consulted an 18-year-old to see what the song of the summer was, 
and this is what he said. And I don't know. It, it, I think the issue that older people have with hip hop is messaging and the lyrics. And this is something that I would feel comfortable playing around, you know, older people because Polo G really has something to say. And I think he's the next superstar in hip hop. Yeah. yeah. In the year that we lost DMX, I think it's time for someone, another superstar who has something to say, who has an emotional gravity to it. And he's mixed that with the, the social media star, the ukulele social media star, the one playing on the Einer Banks in the background. He's got respect for the way music is produced now and how it gets out there in the world, but he still has his own thing to say. Uh, Abby? Any thoughts on this song? I'd never heard it before. So <laughs> I don't, I mean, like, do I think it's a song of the summer? Probably not. It doesn't feel, um, it doesn't feel as like uh, something that we can attach to as an audience. It doesn't feel like it's replayable, really. I mean, I think it's a good song. I just like really had never heard of it before until just now. So I, I liked the fact that he, once again, he opens also with a kind of a Mexican style guitar lick, which I think catches your attention a little bit. I did think it wasn't sonically dynamic enough. In other words, it's it's kind of going over and over uh, the same set of notes. Um, I, I'm wondering, I don't know, but I'm an old person. Who cares what I think? Um, and uh, but we do have to take a break right now. We're try- I'm trying to leave time for the two top picks plus a very interesting bet being made by the commissioner. So uh, we're gonna do more song of the summer on the other side of this. I might sneeze, but I don't think so. All right. So uh, thanks to Cat Pastor. This is a hard uh, show to be the technical producer for. A lot of things uh, popping up here. So uh, she's usually doing her usual great job. And thanks to Jonathan McPants, who produced this show. This uh, show is dedicated to KK and the Penguin. I hope they'll be driving around and listening to music uh, together in the near future. Uh, and uh, we're going to go back here with our uh, panelists, uh, Abby Govinden and Sam Hattleman, and the commissioner of the Song of the Summer, Brendan J. Sullivan. Uh, and so... You know, I think you should set this up here, uh, although I think you're also backing away from this. But we're about to hear a song by Lucas Estrada called In, In the Night. And at one point anyway, in the past seven days or so, you thought this might be the song of the summer. You know, I, I thank you for setting it up like that. If this were a crypto uh, on Monday, I was just Lamborghini shopping. And now I'm just walking around my apartment thinking about what else I can sell to make up for what I just lost. Because... <laughs> I was really hoping to see this one rise this week. I was hoping to see his profile rise as well. And I think in the end that I have to admit that I just like this song. I think it's good. And it is not, uh, it is not an Olivia Rodrigo song <laughs> is, is a big criteria for this summer because she currently, like when you look on Spotify, 10 of the top 20 songs are by Olivia Rodrigo. It was weird. All right. I actually think this is a well, we'll play it, but I think this is a really fun song. I think, you know, we're we're things where the bowling pin set up in a different way. This really could uh, could do something. But let's hear it. Got me 
But then we have a lot of very short songs this year, um, particularly the Masked Wolf Astronaut in the Ocean song, which is a two-minute long song, two minutes and four seconds. Um, so, Sam, uh, you know, this I think this is a song that's also that's kind of dropping more or less at the, I mean, it's dropping in the sense of being introduced to people uh, more or less uh, right around now. What, what's your sense of it? Um, I think it's kind of like the comment that was made about Bieber. Like, I could see this being a song of the summer. I just don't know if it's this summer. Um, I found this song uh, when Brendan sent it over. I'd never heard of the artist, and I'd never heard the song. But I do think it's a song I could definitely be bullied into hearing. It's catchy. Uh, it's got great production. Uh, the lyrics are there. I don't think I'm the target audience, but the people who are definitely would very much enjoy it. All right. Uh, how about you, Abby? I really like it. Um, like I said, uh, like Sam said, uh, I think that it has Song of the Summer potential. Maybe not this Song of the Summer. Like, I could see this one being a hit in, like, 2014. You know what I'm saying? Like, back when, <laughs> like, um, back when, like, EDM, like, type, EDM, like, uh, kind of mix songs were a huge thing. Uh, this is a really good song. I don't think I would put my money on it to be the song of the 2021 summer, but maybe a song of a summer from the past. All right. We'll have uh, Pants figure out what the song of the summer was in 2014, uh, and, and we'll let you know. Uh, all right. Now it was we, fancy. It was fancy. Oh, it was fancy that year. Okay. It was, it was fancy. Yeah. yeah, it was fancy. Oh. But then, as we now know, fancy kind of burned out uh, at the end of July, and Megan, Megan Trainer stepped in with All About mm-hmm. Their Pace. Um, all right. So, now we're down to the serious business here, you know, and as a commissioner, as you just pointed out, I mean, essentially, we are living in a Olivia Rigo's, Rodrigo's world right now. She's we a, are. And at the moment, I don't mind it, but I don't know. Historically, the world hasn't been kind to uh, young artists who are every single place you go. You know, <laughs> as soon as they go from the party to the CVS line, you can be sick of this person. But right now, it's not happening. At least as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, and, and uh, Abby, one thing that she does is, I mean, as as Brendan says, she's got all these different songs that are on the charts right now. And she seems to experiment pretty fluidly with different styles. They don't all sound exactly the same. Most of them are about getting dumped, but so she has different musical things to say about getting dumped. Yeah, I mean, I am a ride or die for Olivia Rodrigo. First of all, she is an Asian girl. She- killing it sorry freaking killing it i don't even know if i want to say that on public radio she's killing it she got cheated on with a blonde girl um which i also that also happened to me and like every other asian girl that i know like in the face of the planet so it's just really cool to see her succeed um she's not only is she like all of those really cool things she is just extremely lyrically talented i think that she is going to be around for a while she's one of those people who um she's going to be around for a while she's going to kind of be like lord or taylor swift like every album that she drops i feel like we're all really going to be blown away by the lyricalness of it um i think speaking of lord and taylor swift i think they both missed ample opportunities to be song of the summer but i think olivia rodrigo is really like if lord and taylor swift had a kid like she is very lyrically gifted the way she enunciates is very unique um she experiments with different sounds and um i love that for her all right well, so i we'll- love that she took this uh this two week i think relationship ending and turned it into an international <laughs> so- of an album but you know at that age i I mean, like, um, I remember and I barely remember like being 17 and being dumped and thinking like, this is the end of the world. That man was the man I was going to marry. And like looking back on it, I'm like, that's comical. I cannot believe I thought that that was big, that big of a deal. And I'm sure that Olivia Rodrigo will have the same realization in five or six years. But um, I hope she for her for all of our sakes, for the sake of her music, that she doesn't. She is extremely talented, unreal how talented she is. Anyways, 
I'm looking forward to the clip of good for you. I'm assuming that you're about to share. Yeah, and then we'll have Sam react to it too. I will say, with maybe those two artists with with this particular song, Avril Lavigne is the godmother or something. But um, <laughs> so true. so here oh, we go. Yeah. Here and we go. Paramore. Good for you. Haley Williams of Paramore. For you, I guess you moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world Good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl All right, right now, Sam Haddam is trying to think of a word other than bullied to use. Uh. Um, no, I. this was actually my first pick. Uh, if you look at the emails, oh, I that's like, right. the, yeah. first, the first thing I said was, uh, good for you. I am actually a secret Olivia Rodrigo fan. I know people wouldn't expect it, but her air of innocence and adolescence, it's something that we can all relate to. And I said this on my show yesterday. It's like, I don't know, when I hear her music, I remember how my junior prom was or a bad Ciroc taste. And like, I don't know, it like makes me think of, all like the fun memories that I had at like 16 or 17 like it just it's something that everybody can relate to and her music is so dynamic and different and I said the same thing about Billie Eilish I said the same thing about Chief Keith it's like an adolescence that we can all draw back to it's like something that is and the way that she talks about depression and the way that she talks about her breakups it's I don't know it's so beautiful and relatable and something that I think that more people should tap into all right, so uh, we are definitely going to lose our FCC license at some point this day. Uh, so um, we're going to play the one last song that is the content. I think right now it's it might be number one. I, mean, I think I might have bumped uh, Olivia Rodrigo out. It's uh, by a K-pop group, maybe the K-pop group, some would say, BTS. Uh, it's called Butter. Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble breaking into your heart like that. Ooh. Cool shake, stunner, yeah. Owe it all to my mother. High like summer, yeah. Making you sweat like that. Break it down. Ooh, when I look in the mirror, I'm not too hard to do. I got the superstar glow, so. All right, Jacques Lamara broke up with Dua Lipa over this song. He loves it so much. He actually loves it too much. But um, So, Sam, I'll go right back to you on this. Where does this fall in, in the competition? This song is amazing. It is butter. Uh, it is just so smooth. It's so eclectic. Uh, there's so many different genres that are being pushed into this. I could hear this song everywhere. And the difference between this and the rest of the songs that we have talked about is that I wouldn't get mad at being bullied about hearing this song. Like if I heard this out of every car, if I heard this every time I passed the Milford Beach and that's where all the high schoolers hang out and they were like banging this song as loud as they could, I wouldn't be mad. I would be jealous that this song didn't come out when I was in high school. I think that this song is absolutely incredible, and I'm very happy that BTS is finally getting all the flowers they deserve. All right. Abby, your reaction? Yeah, um, kind of. I mean, like, uh, I think that BTS has always gotten the flowers that they deserved. I think that but, uh, we, we in the West have kind of been fooled into thinking that they are, like, unsung heroes, quote-unquote, just because we aren't familiar with them. Um, I think they really do deserve hype for this song, especially because it is uh, – 
if I remember correctly, completely in English. Um, I was talking to my boyfriend about it and I was like, I really hope that that was a, a solo decision. I hope that this was something that they were like, I want to, we want to, you know, sing in a different language. We want to sing in English and experiment with that and see where it takes us. Um, I know that uh, as they've permeated Hollywood in the last few years, I'm sure there's been a lot more pressure to, um, to succumb to Western expectations and Western standards. Um, so, I mean, I hope that it was, uh, I hope that it was something they wanted to do as, as something that they were pressured to do, because if it was something they wanted to do, then the song is just a hundred percent a hit. Um, it's amazing. It's happy. It like evokes all of these positive emotions, um, regardless of if they wanted to do this or if they were pressured to by their label for, for Western appeal, um, it does deserve, uh, all the hype that it's getting and more. Um, I, have always thought they were really talented. Um, I loved when they sing in Korean, and um, this is kind of proof that they are the the jacks of all trades. All right, we're almost out of time. We've got to start making some decisions here. Commissioner, is this the song of the summer, or is it something else? This is absolutely the one to beat. We've said it too many times that this sounds like it could be song of the summer, but this is the one that has it locked down so far. It has two weeks at the top of the charts. It's going to be really hard to beat. I don't see it falling in the next week and a half, at least. So that, that could be four weeks, which is a full month of summer. This is the one to beat, that's for sure. And this one is instant classic. This one you'll play at weddings. This one will be at, at bar mitzvahs in, in no time. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Song of the summer, Sam? Is, that, is this it? Uh, drum roll, please. I'm voting Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. I think that she's too hard to beat. I think the song is uh, a good air of pop punk, also uh, fitting into the current musical landscape. Uh, mm. I think her album's great. I don't see anybody beating her. All right, Abby, break the tie one way or the other. Oh, good for you. 100%. I'm an Olivia Rodrigo stan. Even if I wasn't an Olivia Rodrigo stan, if I had to choose between listening to Better or Good For You, I would definitely choose Good For You. Um, just subjectively speaking, I think that is the better of the song. Um, the math that Brendan brings up is valid. Like I know that Butter is number one right now and it's probably not going to come down for a while. But I think the long-term impact that Olivia will have over the course of the summer is going to outweigh this one singular song by BTS. And okay. I'm going to make it. I'm going to say one more thing. Yeah. I'm going to say one more thing. We've had one in the past where the number two song the entire summer is the winner and it was cheerleader by omi and i don't think olivia rodrigo is going anywhere and i don't think that any of her other songs are going to get bigger than good for you at this point which means that if i had to choose one song to play right now i choose good for you i genuinely enjoy it and so i'm going with good for you as well all right i'm going to go with butter just to make it uh, more complicated but we're going to have to stop here we'll play a little bit more of butter on the way out thanks to sam and to abby and to the commissioner brendan j sullivan uh and pretty soon people are going to ask you to support this crazy show so please Please, as they do that, please support this crazy show and this crazy station. Thanks for listening.